The last words of any man are significant, but how much more when those last words are spoken by the God-man, the Lord Jesus? In today's study, we visit the cross and listen to the final words of Christ spoken just before his death. You will find that they hold tremendous truth and application for all of us who live on this side of the cross. Open your Bible and let's join Scott Pauley now at Calvary. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Did you ever realize there was so much truth wrapped up in this statement? And we've learned already from the word Father that these words are prayer. And we've learned from the word forgive that these words are a pardon. But today, I want to point one more thing out to you before we leave this particular cry of Jesus from the cross. And it is this, that these words are also perpetual. Father, forgive them. Did you know that the verb that's used here is a a tense that is continual action? In fact, some Bible teachers believe that Jesus may have cried this from the cross many times, not just once. It's recorded for us once. But it may be that repeatedly Jesus just kept praying over and over again, Father, forgive them. Father, forgive them. At every mockery, Father, forgive them. Uh, at everything thrown at him, Father, forgive them. At every ugly word and glare, Father, forgive them. Now, whether he said it over and over and over again or not, I want you to know that the action, the effect of it certainly goes on. See, I believe that Jesus prayed this at the cross, and praise God, I believe he continues to pray it even now at the throne. Remember, there's one God and one mediator between God and man the man Christ Jesus. He is our go-between. He's our advocate. First John tells us we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. What's he doing for us? Hebrews tells us at this moment he ever lives making intercession for us. Now this will do your heart some good. Today, Jesus is praying for you. Maybe yesterday's failure is haunting you. And maybe some awful thing you said or did earlier today is weighing on you. I'm not saying take that sin lightly. I'm saying you can be forgiven. I'm not saying ignore the sin. God never ignores sin. But I'm saying to you that sin can be forgiven through the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's praying for you now at the throne. And, and this is what I believe. If you look at Luke chapter number 23, there's lots of characters. There's lots of interactions here. And I believe that this prayer was answered immediately at the cross. I believe immediately it began to be answered. For example, I think it was answered in the thief. I mean, in just a few verses, he has this interaction with the thief. Lord, remember me when thou comest to thy kingdom. And Jesus says, Verily I say unto thee, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. Now that's forgiveness, friends. That's immediate forgiveness. Look, the only way Jesus could say today is if at that moment forgiveness was already being applied, already accessible. It was answered. It was answered in the centurion. Do you remember the centurion at the end? What's he going to say? This man was the son of God. I believe that man believed. It was answered on the day of Pentecost when 3,000 people got saved. It was answered in my life 40 years ago when I first called on the Lord for salvation. I cried out to him. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It is answered every time 
a sinner comes to Jesus. And if today you're someone listening to me and you're not just hearing me, the Lord's speaking to your heart, and you know who you are, you know you're not really a Christian, you know you're not certain your sins are forgiven, I want you to know Jesus offers full, free, and forever forgiveness to you if you will receive him as your personal Savior. Call on the Lord now and be saved. Right now, God will hear and answer your prayers. He'll forgive your sin, and you can live in the joy of sins forgiven. It can be answered in your life today. Take this prayer and turn it around. Jesus prayed, Father, forgive them. Why don't you pray this? Father, forgive me. And then, what about a Christian? You're listening and you're a believer. You've already called on the Lord for salvation. You don't need to be saved again. Uh, we, we receive salvation once for all, forever. It's a complete salvation. You're saved to the uttermost. He doesn't do a halfway work. You don't get Jesus on the installment plan. And you don't get saved over and over and over again. Christ died for you once. And once for all, he comes to live in you at the moment of salvation. But you say, I've sinned. I'm a Christian. Yes. Listen to the words of 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins... He is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Do you see how this wonderful prayer and pardon is perpetual? Father, forgive them. It goes on and on and on. How long does he forgive forever? How much will he forgive all? Who does he forgive? The worst of sinners, the vilest among us. Did you ever notice that in Scripture we're never told to ask for forgiveness? Uh, we, we're not told in 1 John 1, 9, beg and plead for forgiveness. We're simply told to confess our sin. Confess doesn't mean beg and plead. Confess means agree with God. Say about your sin the same thing that God says about your sin. And at that moment, God says, that's good enough for me. You are forgiven and you are cleansed. Forgiveness is not earned. You don't convince God to do what God already wants to do for you. In fact, I would go so far as to say to you that you've already been forgiven. At the cross of Jesus, you were forgiven. And forgiveness is to be experienced. It is to be praised. It is to be shared. I'm not sure if you can hear it, but outside my study window right now, a little bird is singing. If you're wondering, you hear a high-pitched noise and you wonder, what is that noise? Is something wrong with the microphone? No. There's a little songbird outside the window and it's singing. And you know what it makes me think of? Uh, that songbird is singing to the glory of God. It's singing the song the Father gave him. So it's no bother to me. My friend, if you've been forgiven, you've got a song to sing that bird can't sing. You've got a song to sing the angels cannot sing. It is the song of the redeemed. It is the song of the forgiven. Forgiveness, my friend, is a reality found in the person of Jesus Christ. And so today, I want to challenge you to do two things. First, rejoice and rest in God's forgiveness for you. I wonder, even now, would you just bow your head and heart before God wherever you are and take a moment and say, Father, thank you for answering that prayer. And Jesus, thank you for making a way that it could be answered. And Holy Spirit, thank you for helping me understand it. Father, thank you for forgiving me of my own ignorance and the sin that sent you to the cross. And then, don't keep that to yourself. Once you've talked to the Father about it, talk to somebody else about it. Because as surely as there was a, a thief 
As surely as there was a criminal hanging next to Jesus on that cross that needed the message of forgiveness and mercy and grace, I guarantee you that somewhere today you're going to cross paths with some other person that is under the weight and condemnation and in the bondage of their own sin and looking for forgiveness. And you can give them the greatest message in the world, and it is this, that the Heavenly Father will forgive them too, and that Jesus prayed for them, and the Lord made a way so that the worst of sinners could be forgiven of all their sins. Walk by Calvary again today. Sit for a moment at the foot of the cross. Take some time and listen to the cry from the cross, Father, forgive them. And may it cause you to draw nearer to Jesus and then go out with an earnestness and a fervency and a passion to share that Christ with someone else today. Can you hear the cries from the cross? In each of these Holy Spirit-inspired words, God has a message for us. We hope that through this study, you will come to know and love the Lord Jesus in a deeper way. For more information on a personal relationship with Christ or for helpful devotional resources, please visit us at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will have access to hundreds of articles, full-length Bible messages, and the complete Enjoying the Journey broadcast library. Remember that only as you follow God's Word will you find Christ's joy. Thank you.